All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Worship and Witness Sunday is our opportunity uh, as a church family just to switch things up a little bit and um, try to create an environment that might just be hopefully maybe a little more interactive. Um, we just want to provide space for us to, in a, in a different and unique way, express our relationship with Jesus. And to do that together, even as we were praying back there, my, my prayer this morning is just that we would have just an experience of family. And I think that's, that is what God really desires for his kids, is that we would experience what it's like to be part of his family. And so what that might look like for you this morning is maybe you're going to take a step out of your comfort zone and ask somebody, hey, would you pray for me? And maybe there's just something that's been going on in your life, or you just like, maybe you just want to pray with somebody. Just give Jesus some glory this morning and express that in your own words and prayer with somebody else who's sitting next to you. Or maybe the Holy Spirit will just kind of highlight somebody for you in the room, and you can feel free to get up and go over and just say, hey, is there something that I could pray for you about this morning? And, um, and just pray encouragement over their life. And, uh, and also, as, as, um, as we kind of have rebranded a little bit, Worship and Witness Sunday, we're going to have opportunities to hear some testimonies of what God is doing in our lives. And we really want to grow in our ability to talk about Jesus and to do it. Um, you know, this is our opportunity to practice these things. And we believe that God doesn't just want us to express our faith here in the confines of the church, but also to do it out there. And hopefully a, in a way that feels kind of natural. And it's always a bit scary, but I think here is a perfect place to, in one sense, to practice a little bit. To practice sharing about what Jesus is doing in our life so that maybe you're having lunch with a coworker and they're like, what's been going on in your life? I'm like, actually. And you can just share about some cool things that you've been seeing God do. And um, so anyway, that's what we want to do this morning. And so as much as we can, and we just try to do this as a church in general, we don't want to elevate any one person like as pastors or anything like that. What we have to say is not more important. Um, we all share in the same Holy Spirit, and that's what makes us the family of God. So we want to experience that uh, today. So would you just pray with me? And we just, uh, Jesus, we just want to invite you this morning to have your way. And we don't have any expectations um, as far as there's, there's nothing that has to happen this morning. Uh, more than anything else, we're just here to give you honor and glory. And if all that we experience this morning is we just worship you from a genuine place in our hearts, that is enough. Uh, because you have blessed us beyond our wildest imaginations. And so we don't need anything from you this morning, per se, more than what we've already been given. Um, we, we do just want to bless you. But also we, we know that when we are in your presence, that you often want to speak. You want to move. You want to heal. You want to, you want to change things inside of us. Um, move us to love one another and care for each other. And so we just want to respond to that this morning in a, in a simple and childlike way. And so would you have your way? We just invite you. We know you're here, but we also invite you and just say, come Holy Spirit, have your way with us this morning. Um, 
love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So feel free as we sing. You can stand, you can sit, you can, um, uh, you can certainly sing along with us. But also if you just want to spend some time in prayer reflecting, you want to crack a Bible open and just meditate on some passages of God's word, all that stuff is, uh, is fair game. So let's, let's worship.
Sherry, would you mind coming up and sharing your testimony with us, please? Hi, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Sherry Lohman, and this is my story of stepping out in obedience and faith. It is never easy to take that first step of obedience when God says, go. Here's my story of what happened when I said, yes, Lord. On February 24, God said, you are gonna move to Michigan. My first reaction was to look up in the air and say, really, Lord, I don't want to move. Again, God's guiding voice said, you are going to move to Michigan. And I told him we would go. During these last few months, God often spoke to me through music. The month of February could be summed up in the song, God, I look to you. The song starts, God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me wisdom to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom to know just what to do. Everything inside of me wanted to just put my head under the covers and not come out. But every time I felt this way, the song would burst out of my soul and I knew God was talking to me. Throughout the month of February, I continued my own physical therapy, working on the shoulder I landed on when I fell down a half a flight of stairs January. Jack had a huge setback in mid-February and ended up in the hospital. When he was released, he was not able to get around the house without depending on his walker, and he could not even climb one step. So in March, I reached out to Mary Freebed Hospital in Grand Rapids, Michigan, to see if Jack could be admitted for rehab. It looked like that was going to be a real possibility, so I started working toward that goal. Also in March, my physical therapist told me that I should see a surgeon about my shoulder as it wasn't getting better and I was hardly able to move it at all. First, I needed to have an MRI and that showed that I had a rotator cuff tear. The labral tendon was pulled away from the bone and there was a bone spur. This was not the news I wanted and I decided to get a second opinion once we settled in Michigan. In early April, I packed our bags and we headed to Michigan, sure in the fact that God was going to get Jack admitted to one of the best rehab hospitals in the nation. A hotel would be our home for the next five days. On Easter Sunday, we attended church with our daughter and her family. I love raising my hands in praise to God. And during the singing of Oh Praise the Name, both arms shot up in the air and I had no pain in my shoulder. Praise Jesus indeed, this was certainly a miracle. On the day after Easter, we received, we received word that insurance had denied coverage for inpatient rehab. The hospital filed an expedited appeal and we waited to hear what that answer would be. It was also a no. On Wednesday, feeling dejected and quite angry, we headed back to Minnesota I began to doubt that God really wanted us to move to Michigan and that it was only something that I wanted. But I kept marching forward. A dumpster was delivered and arrangements were made for our daughter to come and help me start packing the house. I wrote my letter of resignation from my job, all the while wondering if I was making a huge mistake. But God never fails. 
On Worship Sunday, April 23, I felt the Holy Spirit welling in my soul as we sang the song, Make Room. The words to this song start with, here is where I lay it down, every burden, every crown. This is my surrender, and I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. In almost audible words, I heard the Holy Spirit say, why are you so angry with the gift I have given you? What gift, I asked. The gentle voice replied, the gift of having Jack here in Winona with you. You will be looking for a new home together, making decisions together, packing together, moving together, saying goodbye to friends together, just like you've done so many times in the past. This would not have happened if Jack was in a hospital in Michigan while you were here. This is my gift to you. <clears throat> oh, Holy Spirit, I said, I am so sorry for doubting you. We continued to live life as normal as possible, getting the house ready to sell, and continued to look at places in Michigan not easy when you're looking at houses online. Our daughter came for two weeks in May and with the help of wonderful girlfriends and our grandsons, we got about 85% of the house packed. We filled two dumpsters full of junk I could live without. Many more boxes were given to restored blessings and the garage is full of packed boxes ready to move, but no house to bring them to. Our house sold in three days and for more than asking price. God is so good. And we continue to look for places to live. Our daughter continued to look as well, and she, quote, stumbled on a house that had been abandoned and was bank owned. You would never know it was abandoned, new carpeting, new laminate flooring, and in the appropriate rooms. A fireplace, all new lighting, new ceiling fans throughout, a huge yard, a nice east-facing deck, and a two-stall attached garage. We put in our bid and it was accepted, way under asking price because bank was just anxious to get rid of it. Thank you, Jesus. Our Michigan grandboys, Jack's mom, and all of our siblings and cousins are so excited to have us move to be closer to them. That's what it's all about, family. The last piece of God's puzzle fell into place when I arrived at work three weeks ago to meet and train my replacement. After serving for 12 and a half years as office administrator at Grace Church, I had a hard time thinking about turning over my people to a stranger. I had been praying for her and once again, God answered my prayer. By the end of the first day of training, I knew I could not have handpicked a better person to take over my job someone who was going to love the Grace Church family as much as I did. She was going to work out wonderfully. And how could she not? God handpicked her to take my place. And now as we say goodbye to you, our dear PV friends and family, Jack and I leave you with the Lord's blessing until we meet again. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. Thank you, Sherry. Let's just thank Sherry and Jack. We are going to miss you guys so much. And it's also just 
appreciate you guys sharing that story of God's faithfulness. That's a huge, that's a really big deal. It's a big change. So trusting God through that, you could feel the roller coaster of all the different things you guys walked through with Jesus. So thank you for sharing that. I love it. Let's continue to sing. This next song is a newer one. It's called Same God, and it really is a, a, a song that speaks about God's faithfulness um, all throughout Scripture and, and still today. Let's sing this together.
Eris is going to share a testimony with us. Hi, I'm Eris Bollinger, and I recently got back from a missions trip to Ensenada, Mexico. And um, while we were there, we got to go to two orphanages. And what really impacted me was seeing the kids and getting to play with them. They just had so much joy and they went through so much. A lot of them were abandoned or orphaned or taken out of their homes because they were unsafe. And the theme for our missions trip was Psalms uh, 34 and it says, I will praise the Lord at all times and I will constantly speak his praises. And that's exactly what those kids were doing all the time. And I really want to try to be like them in that and um, praising the Lord even when it's not always easy and just giving him the glory because he deserves it. Thanks, Eris.
right, so Sherry and Eris kind of got us warmed up, but we're going to give an opportunity just to share some testimonies. Now, I'm going to provide some curbs or some guidelines for this because uh, we would like to give opportunities for, for several people to share. Um, and so if you could keep it just brief and bold, and I'm talking like one minute, just boom, this is what God's doing in my life right now. This is something he's teaching me. Um, and, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to hear from several of us. But Josie and Jen will come to you. So if you have something that God puts on your heart to share, just put your hand up. They'll bring the mic over to you. They'll hold it for you. You can just share what God is doing in your life. And, uh, and again, just brief and bold, about a minute. And, um, and we'll just share some testimonies, what, what God is doing in our lives. So be brave, be courageous, and um, put your hand up if you got something to share. Good morning, everybody. My name is Linda, and I'm very thankful to the Lord for safe travels. We went to Texas and back, and we had a wonderful visit with family and friends, and God is good all the time. God bless you all. Good morning. Uh, my name is Patsy Kanega, and I just want to praise the Lord for the gift of Sherry and Jack Holman. Being at our church, blessing our church, praying for our church, being friends with people in our church, ministering in our church, and I just pray God's blessing on them as they go to Michigan. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm thankful for that last song because <clears throat> there is nothing stronger than the name of Jesus. And Satan is rearing his head like never before. And the battle is intense. But if we don't stand for Jesus, how will they see? will share something. Um, one of the things that um, God has put on my husband and I's heart within the past couple years was to adopt. Um, we've always talked about adopting a child, um, but it just never seemed like the right time. And um, we finally came to it about two years ago and decided we were going to do it. Um, we're going to adopt through foster care. Um, but what it's teaching both of us is how hard it is to wait. Waiting is hard. We always want it to be on our timetable, what we want. We want it to be perfect, and um, we want it to just fall into place. 
and that's not how it works. Um, people are messy. Families are messy. Um, and it's hard. It's, it's brought so much to our own family of understanding, like, what do we need to do as a family? Um, you know, how can we become more patient? How can we be more trusting in God and, and how he works in our life? Um, so I think that's just something really, really big for our family um, and me personally is just remembering to wait. Things don't just happen. We've learned that they also serve who wait. can talk loud. I guess I could have just not used the mic. I don't necessarily have a testimony to share, but um, when I was a little kid, there was an older gentleman in our church that anytime there was an open mic, he would stand up and talk and he'd say something along the lines of, if my heart's beating hard and I don't get up and share, the devil just won. So if anybody's out there going, <laughs> your heart's going like this and you don't want to share because it's scary, um, wave your hand and ask for the mic. Um, I just want to say I'm super grateful for being here because uh, I was actually brought here last Sunday just on a mental breakdown in the middle of Target, um, and I was led here. Um, I was only able to see like the last 10, 15 minutes of it, but it led me back here this Sunday, and I'm super grateful for that, and uh, I'm sorry. I just want to tag on to that. Anika, I love you. The Lord loves you. I was looking for you. I was right here. Uh, my husband and I were in the prayer room last week, and the Lord uh, had us come in about 20 after um, 11, and um, we just happened to sit at a seat, two seats that were open. You know, we think it's nothing but the Lord had a big plan and then all of a sudden this young girl comes in and sits right across the aisle from us and just starts sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and I looked at my husband I said I have to go over there and pray with her so I just laid my hand on her and started praying for her and she just started sobbing more and more and more and the Lord said ask her to go out into the hallway so you could speak to her so we did. She was very open to do that. And um, then my husband was led to another young woman. Her name is Na. And he said, 
the Holy Spirit led me to you to ask if you'd like to go and pray with my wife and a young woman who was out in the hall. So she did. And she came over and we prayed for Inika and we asked Inika if she knew the Lord and she said she didn't know how and we led her in the salvation prayer. And Inika is a new believer in Christ. She is our sister, hallelujah. We gave her a Bible, thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. You know, we don't know what's going on in the background. And um, I have three unsaved adult children at home that I know anybody that knows me is praying for them. But in the meantime, God is using us to lead other young people to him. And I'm waiting for my kids to call me one day and say, Mom, I've surrendered. Hallelujah. I rejoice with Inika and all the other young people who are coming to know Jesus. And you don't know what it means to heaven because they're rejoicing every time a soul is saved. I just want to encourage people, don't be afraid to reach out. What are you going to get at the most? No, I don't want to know about Jesus when you see somebody in need. So what? Just keep praying for them. me again, Linda. And as long as the floor is open, I just want to thank the Lord for um, the new sister in Christ Jesus and all those that are coming to the Lord and our seasoned brother and sister, Jack and Sherry. <laughs> and we're going to miss you and we wish you God's best always. We know that it's going to work out for you because it's in God's plans. Thank you, Jesus. It's been almost eight years since I crossed over from death into life. Since then, it's been less and less of me and more and more of Christ. My testimony, summed up in one verse, would be, it's no longer I who live, but Christ in me. I may not see it how he's working in my life. But I just gotta, just gotta remember to know that he is. And, and there's no better time to, to get saved than today, for you never know if there's tomorrow. I hate speaking. Um, I don't know your name, the girl in the hat. But as soon as you spoke, I just closed my eyes and asked the Lord, like, do you have anything for her? And immediately, I saw you in a pink dress, and you were getting ready for a dance. And Jesus came, 
It was a daddy-daughter dance. And I just want you to realize the love he has for you and the reason that God created us was for communion. He came down into the garden because he wanted to spend time with Adam. He wanted to spend time with Eve. Jesus died on the cross just for that, to restore relationship, and that he wants to spend time with you each and every single day. And just know that he has a lot more in store for you. Amen. Hi, I'm Emily. This is Faith. Um, she was in my care for about a year, um, and now is back with her mom, which is a huge blessing. Um, but um, the story of God's faithfulness um, in her little life is um, she was born and has stroke in utero, so half of her brain is dead. Um, so we were in the hospital um, about a year ago, and the doctor said she'll never walk. She'll have a feeding tube for life. Um, and I looked at them, and I was like, no, no, she's not. They're like, yeah, she will. And so then people from this church started praying like crazy. Um, they spoke truth over me that um, Jesus is the ultimate doctor. He's the one that's in control of her life. Um, and now she eats like crazy. She walks like crazy. She's wild. <laughs> um, and God is good all the time. Hi, my name is Linda, and I've fought this because I don't want to cry, but thank God for my husband's okay. He's been in and out of the hospital for two months. Um, all I got to say to him is when God chases you, he wins. Hello. Um, I just want to say I've, I've been a Christian my entire life and raised Catholic and, and felt very ingrained in, in a Christ-like life. Um, all the basics were there, but I've never really felt like I could speak to the Lord, that I was really receiving messages. I think I was, and I don't think I listened. And I'm so thankful for PV, the community here. <laughs> When Daniel said it earlier about it's not just us as pastors or as staff, um, it's everyone. We're all receiving these things and we should share. You said be more courageous. This is something I've been telling myself over and over again. Be more courageous. Listen. Um, I'm just so, so grateful to be here and to have this community 
and see such good models of, of, a, of a Christian life that communicates with the Lord and shares it. This is beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord. Hi, everyone. Um, this is an ongoing testimony of what the Lord's doing in my life. But I'm actually support raising to be working here at the church full time. Um, I am going to be working with the college ministry. And so um, just going into it, I was so scared <laughs> to support raise my salary. Um, it was just something that I was like, Lord, can I even trust you with this? Um, but let alone the Lord is good and he's faithful and I'm halfway there. And so just praising the Lord that even in the midst of my doubts and concerns, um, and I feel like I've never trusted like my finances to the Lord. Um, just seeing his faithfulness and his goodness in this has just been transformative. My life has been like forever changed just seeing how the Lord is working. And so I'm just so grateful for Jesus. Any uh, burning testimonies that you'll be mad at me if I cut you off? One more, perfect. I'm gonna, yeah. So I, I don't like to talk in front of people, and but my heart's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, I just feel like the Holy Spirit has been teaching me about walking in the dailiness. Um, last couple of years, it's like sometimes I ask God, do you really have power? Do you really want to know me? Do you really want to have a relationship with me? Do you really want to talk to me about stuff? And so sometimes it doesn't feel like it, right? Sometimes you feel like nothing's happening, but he's still there and he's still faithful and he still wants you to show up and seek him and hunger and thirst after him. And he does. He comes. And it's not necessarily what you expect it to be. But he's still good. And he still cares about all of it. Like all the hidden things, all the things that you've been keeping him at arm's length about. The things that you don't really want to give control over, but you know you should. And you've been holding on to it for years. And then he gives you responsibilities that you don't really want to take on but he's still faithful and he comes through when we're obedient, when we're trusting him. Well. Amen. Thanks, Christy. So good. It's funny, you know, I, one of the things if, you know, because we don't get to, we don't ha or haven't done this a whole lot in the past, sometimes the expectation with sharing a testimony is you see somebody else do it and they're like, wow, they did a really good job. It seems like they weren't nervous at all. But I hope you heard the theme. I really don't want to do this, but... And I think that is a great uh, phrase and what it looks like to follow the Spirit. Um, and so, anyway, we just want to keep growing in that together as a church. And we just it's amazing when we get to hear um, testimonies of God's faithfulness and His work all across our body. And welcome to the family, Anika. We're so glad to have you. 
So let's um, let's end our time just just uh, worshiping Jesus with this last song, just just thanking Him for the way that He loves us and He meets us so personally in our lives. Let's sing together.
Jesus, we do thank you for your incredible love, and it's not just a emotional kind of love. It's not just an intellectual kind of love that you just think about us, but you actually came and embodied love for us. And we see it most clearly that you were willing to go all the way to the cross for us. And we just thank you for that. And, um, and so we want to live in your love. We want to keep ourselves in your love. We thank you that it's your Holy Spirit that over and over again, moment by moment, every day is pouring your love into our hearts, and we need that. So we just thank you for that. We thank you for all the uh, testimonies we, we got to hear today, just of your goodness and all the different things of our lives. Uh, it's incredible the way that you are so present in each of our lives. We just love that about you. We thank you in Jesus' name.